way we grow and produce food is ever-changing, shaped by consumers and the climate in which we live and farm. Research at all points of our food system is essential for continuously improving food's journey from farm to table. The Manitoba Agriculture and Food Knowledge Exchange explores timely research innovations and applications that make our food system better than ever. Join us for today's podcast. Welcome to the Manitoba Agriculture and Food Knowledge Exchange podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Zasiwa. We are joined today by Dr. Kim Ominski, a researcher and the director of the National Center for Livestock and the Environment at the University of Manitoba. She's got 20 years, more than 20 years, identifying strategies to improve the productivity and sustainability of beef cattle production in Western Canada. So she was the perfect expert to bring in to talk about needle-free vaccination systems. Dr. Kim Ominski, thank you so much and welcome to the podcast. Thanks very much, Jordan, and and, uh, I appreciate the invitation to be here today. Well, this sounds like a very fascinating topic uh, and it is going to be producer producer focus. So I'm, I'm grateful we got somebody like yourself to speak to this. Let's jump right into it. What are needle-free vaccination systems? Um, sure. Um, well, needle-free vac- vaccination systems are very simply just a strategy for delivering vaccines. So vaccines, which all producers use to protect livestock from both bacteria and viral infections, are typically administered using a needle and syringe. This technique is used because it's simple, it's inexpensive, and it can be used under a wide range of of conditions, both summer and winter. However, the disadvantage of this system is that there's the potential for broken needles, as well as the potential for transmission of disease from animal to animal when needles are used for multiple animals. And as a consequence of those two things, um, that has led to the investigation of alternative techniques. And one of these techniques is needle-free injection. Interesting. So how do needle-free systems actually work? So as the name implies, needle-free injection systems don't have a needle, but instead they're triggered by mechanical compression. So when the nozzle of the system touches the animal's skin, it produces a high-pressure stream that can actually penetrate the skin and it places the vaccine into the desired tissue. And is this system new? Certainly, there's been a lot of um, innovations along the way, but the existing technology really started in the 1940s when it was used to vaccinate humans. More recently, as I said, the products uh, or the systems have been become more advanced, and they're used in several livestock species, including swine, where they um, have been used to deliver antibiotics, iron, and vaccines. I mean, this this sounds like something that uh, has a lot of advantages. What what uh, what are those advantages? As, as you've suggested, there are many advantages. The first one we've already talked about, and that's the elimination of um, broken needles in the uh, in the carcass or in the meat. But these systems also supply a consistent um, amount of vaccine, which is desirable to uh, to elicit the appropriate immune response. And in fact, they have at least comparable, and in some cases, they've been shown to have enhanced immune response compared to the standard needle syringe technology. In some cases, they can um, reduce disease transmission, as we've already talked about, because you don't have the same needle that's used from one animal to animal. There's no potential to transmit disease from one to the other. And there's been some work with a specific disease called anaplasmosis to show that that's the case. And then there's also the safety of the, the uh, person who's using the system. There's no potential of needle sticks to producers. And then there's no need to dispose of the needles that are used. 
now obviously anytime there's advantages there are disadvantages what what are some of the disadvantages with this system so obviously because it's more complex it is more costly than a simple needle and syringe and as as a consequence of that complexity it also means that it requires some training uh, it requires calibration and maintenance of the system to ensure that it is delivering the desired quantity of vaccine now i i I've got you here on this podcast, so I've got to ask, what research have we done on this subject? Sure. We've actually done a, a few trials. Primarily, we've looked at two different kinds of vaccines, and they're both standard vaccines that producers, beef cattle producers, use on a regular basis. And that is a standard respiratory vaccine, which includes things like IBR, BBD, PI3, and BRSV, and those are our common uh, you know, part of that common respiratory vaccine package. And the other one is a clostridial or what most producers will call a black black leg vaccine. And uh, as I said, both of those are commonly used to vaccinate cattle. We've also tested the system both in summer and in winter. And, and in, in that research, uh, what did you do? Yeah, so what we did is we looked at following vaccination of both calves that are vaccinated with the needle-free and the needle syringe system. We looked at the presence of skin reactions at the site to see if one of the systems or the other um, caused greater uh, skin reactions. And the second one is we looked at the antibody response in in uh, as a consequence of administering uh, the vaccines using those two different types of systems. And with all research that's out there and with professionals like yourself doing it, what were the results and what did you guys find out? Sure. So one of the things that we saw is that with the needle-free vaccination system, sometimes you get a little bit of residue either on the hair uh, or on the hide of the animal. So we uh, tested the animals that had a little bit of residue and those animals which did not. And even the animals with residue had a comparable immune response. So we know that there's effective delivery of the, of the product. With the needle-free systems, we saw a slight increase in the number of skin reactions at the site of the vaccination. Now, that's not necessarily a negative thing because it could simply mean that it's causing a heightened immune response and therefore there's a bit of a local response as a consequence of that. So we therefore conducted a second study and that showed us that the needle-free systems, although they may have had a slightly greater incidence of skin reactions, that those skin reactions did not result in tissue damage at the time in the the, uh, carcass, at the time of processing. So from that, we can conclude then that these needle-free injection systems can be used effectively to vaccinate using the two types um, or the two different vaccines that we used, and and certainly that they're applicable or can be used under Western Canadian conditions. And that's, I mean, this is the great thing about this is, is your research done in Manitoba. How have you been sharing these findings and this research and information with producers in Manitoba? We've actually been sharing it in uh, Manitoba at producer meetings. And one of the things that we do that producers quite enjoy is we actually prepare gelatin in uh, jars and then we bring the needle-free system with us. So after we give the presentation, we then allow producers to come up and try using the system by using these this uh, gel in jars uh, to deliver the vaccine into, because obviously we don't have live animals there. We've had a number of written articles. Some of them have appeared, one of them has appeared in Cattle Country, which is a national magazine. So that certainly stretches beyond the borders of Manitoba. And then we've done some radio interviews on it as well. I mean, all of this stuff deserves big congratulations. Anytime we we see improvements to the delivery uh, like this, uh, it's it's a it's a it's a great day. But 
is this technology available right now for producers to use? Certainly. So the systems that we used in our uh, in our research were commercially available systems. They weren't anything that we had manufactured or modified in any way. And uh, there are a number of different companies. So if uh, producers are interested, they can just look up needle-free vaccination systems. And there's a number of companies which sell them. Dr. Wominski, I'm I'm so grateful for you coming on and sharing this information. I love hearing that uh, that researchers are out there looking at the welfare of animals and making sure that we're always looking for new ways to to take care of those animals and and help producers do the good work that they do. So thank you so much for coming on and sharing that. Thanks, Jordan. I really appreciate the opportunity.